Hello and welcome to the second season of 90 Second Narratives. I'm Sky Michael Johnston. Each week this season, the podcast will take you to a new city from around the world, and we begin the journey today in Baltimore, Maryland, in the 20th century United States. Our storyteller is Dr. Paige Glotzer, an assistant professor and the John W. and Jean M. Rowe Chair in the History of American Politics, Institutions, and Political Economy in the Department of History at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Here she is with a story, Housing Exclusion in Action. On January 10th, 1928, Assistant City Solicitor William Laukaitis told a real estate salesman he wanted to buy an expensive lot in the suburban Baltimore neighborhood of Homeland. Unbeknownst to Laukaitis, the salesman, M.J. Cromwell, phoned Lokaitis's workplace to ask if he was Jewish. This would have automatically disqualified him because Homeland's developer, the Roland Park Company, excluded Jews along with African Americans. Lokaitis was not Jewish, but something about his identity still rankled Cromwell. He couldn't place it, so he suggested to the Roland Park Company that though the Lokaitises were undoubtedly respectable, it should send Edith McHenry to the Laukaitis home to evaluate the family's suitability. Edith McHenry was one of the few women on the Roland Park Company payroll, but she was not a saleswoman. The Roland Park Company employed McHenry as supervisor of personnel, an emerging and usually feminized sphere of the corporate workforce. McHenry paid a visit to the Laukaitis home. She did not like what she saw. And she reported to the Roland Park Company, quote, I do not think that Mr. Laukaitis or any of his tribe are desirable as residents of the district. They are foreign and not too hot. The men appear very nice, but the women and their living quarters are something. Drop. McHenry's report on the purportedly foreign domestic habits of the U.S.-born Laukaitis women doomed the family's efforts to live in Homeland. Cromwell recorded the result on a card, stamped it exclusion file, and kept it on record in the Roland Park Company office. This incident was one of countless daily legal acts of exclusion that shaped U.S. housing markets in the 20th century. Developers like the Roland Park Company devised a variety of tools to segregate cities and suburbs. Exclusion files, and women investigators are two lesser known tools, but realtors discussed them and shared ideas across the country. If you would like to learn more about this story, please see Dr. Glotzer's new book, How the Suburbs Were Segregated, Developers and the Business of Exclusionary Housing, 1890 to 1960, published this year by Columbia University Press. And please listen again next Monday as we learn about another city with another little story with big historical significance.